Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to episode 65, Stopping to Smell the Roses. Let's welcome spring on a bright note. Hey everyone, I'm your girl Ayana. And I'm Delilah. And we are the non-corporate girls. Yes. So we have been messing that up for quite some time, <laughs> but we are back. Your favorite girls and it's me and Ayana recording today. We're super excited. Super I'm always excited, excited to record. <laughs> yeah, so um, it's April. Yes, happy April. It's my birth month. Ooh, Aries, um, my birthday's in a Aries few days. Season. Gang, gang, gang. <laughs> Going into my Jesus year. May God just wrap his arms around me <laughs> and guide me the rest of this year. Yes, Jesus year is the best year for sure. It is. Like, it's starting off freaking amazing. And I've learned so many things. And I just feel like in one year, guys, so much can change. First of all, I felt like last year... My birthday, I felt like, I remember so distinctly, it felt like five minutes ago. Like, it's crazy how a whole year already has passed. A like, lot, a lot. I, and I feel like this year is moving on by quick. Oh, you feel is. that way? Yeah, it is, for sure. Like, how we're yeah. in April. Like, by Monday, it's mid-April. All right, let's slow our roll. I know, I but don't wanna, like, I don't want to get I there. I want to stay, I want to stay today. But I always <laughs> say, because working in social media... It I does know. that to you. Time time flies. Because you're, we're already thinking about May. And it's like, I know. fucking relax. Well, happy um, Tuesday because today is yeah. Tuesday. Yes. We usually record on Thursdays. We do. Today's my favorite day of the week. Your favorite day of the week. And the name of this episode is Stopping to Smell the Roses. Yes. And it's cool because it's spring. Easter's coming up. Easter's coming up. Which we'll be recording no, we'll be recording after Easter, we'll actually. Be after. So, happy early Easter. Yeah, happy early Easter, and <laughs> hopefully this weather shows out for the next couple yes, of Yes, I mean, we're starting to get a little bit warmer. It's, it's being bipolar. It is, really, it is. I don't trust it. Anyway, so let's jump into our segments on a positive note. Yes, you kick it Delilah, off. Delilah, tell us. So, my positive note is... Not allowing myself to lead with ego. And for me, that's a really... We gotta break that down. I am. I am. So, I'm really trying to walk the path God wants for me. And trying to be a better person. And just, like, um, practice what, what I preach. And, you know, do unto others as you want to be done to yourself. Like, all those basic lessons that really um, sound simple, but they, they matter so much. So I had um, a big, big argument with my mom this past weekend, and um, I was able to apologize. And guys, that's huge. Apologies <laughs> are like when you mean them. Mm -hmm. When you mean them, because I've been apologized to for dumbass shit, and it's just like um, you're not gonna apologize and then do the same thing right. again, and then just try to cover it with apology. I really was honestly apologetic. Like, so we argued. It was a heated out of. The blown out of the water type argument um i was able to step away from the situation and like reflect it de-escalated i kind of um just thought about how i felt in the moment why i got there like just kind of retract the steps of what led us there and i didn't feel good in in allowing because there's just been so many like things happening in life and just like yeah. all these situations that it just makes you be like life is too short to like hold on grudges 
and a bitch loves to hold on grudges. Like I am, I am known to hold on to a grudge, but I'm just not trying to like allow for that type of space to be occupied any longer. Yeah. So I don't want to hold grudges. I don't want to be angry because they do say, and I honestly believe that. It affects you more than it affects the other say, person. That fester within yeah. you hurts you. It doesn't hurt them. It does because they like that's it. I mean, they're hurt in whatever capacity they are, but it doesn't make you feel any better. Yeah. So you know, I was able to apologize, and not just to apologize, but because like I didn't want that to fester, and I just wanted to be able to resolve. But even in that, there was a lesson because two things I noticed was how quick you apologize. Mm -hmm um can determine like just because you apologize doesn't mean somebody's ready to receive it right and also right. we are not people just culturally to be apologetic yeah. that people when they hear an apology that's actually like someone means it um it uh, it's just so complicated even just repeating this right now like people don't know even how to receive like when that. it's genuine yeah when it's genuine people don't know how to receive that and people are used to if somebody wrongs them for this festering to continue and the bitterness so like when we try to come back to the playing field and like kind of um hash it out mm -hmm. it's like it's not to say, oh, things are going to go back to normal instantaneously, but it's almost how, like, how do you now react normally? And I just think of, like, intimate relationships, mm -hmm. relationships, like, once you apologize, how do you remove what you did just feel 10 minutes ago? Because right. at the end of the day, those things were said and whatever was done was done. And the apology was given, right? right? But it's also your shifting. That's really how, at least in my experience, I feel like that's how you move forward. When you come from a place of, like, not anger and hurt and hate and you come from a place of love, mm -hmm. that definitely shifts the perspective. So, like, it's going to take both parties to be like, ah. this is what I want. I'm, I'm okay with moving on. Like, we, we had this. Yes. This is what it is. Now we get to move on from that. But And that's where I guess the lesson is, or just the understanding of who's truly apologetic mm -hmm. and like who's really trying to move on for something because you ever been ever whether you're on the receiving end of an apology or even giving the apology but like you still holding on to something so it's like why are you still feeling that way if we actually did apologize and speak you know everybody got yeah. to yeah. share their viewpoints so then at that point is that genuine like in my experience i feel like no Me but i also feel but i also feel like just thinking about the fact that we're humans, mm -hmm. you know, everyone can't bounce back th that way. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of got to work with people how they are. So, like, just because you apologize doesn't mean I forgot what happened. Don't mean I'm not, I'm less upset, uh -huh, you know? Uh -huh. It just means that I don't want to argue with you about this. I don't feel like we need to be arguing about this. Right. And I get to forgive you about this. Mm. whatever that looks like mm -hmm. we don't got to be cool right now mm -hmm. i mean i want to talk to you right now right right like let me let you rock and absorb that and, and you get to be you get to sit in that place it's not you know what i mean but i mean i think from going from everything you're saying like first of all hashtag adulting okay because it takes a big person well two things it takes a big person to apologize it takes a big person to apologize to their mother because right. we all know how that can go. Mm -hmm. And for you to even take yourself out of the situation to feel like you needed to apologize or you wanted to get to a certain place, that's huge. That's mm -hmm. Like, in my own personal growth. Yeah, for yourself. Whatever. Like, I just... I can know I'm wrong and I can just try to, like, make the amends moving forward. But right. I feel like 
doing that all we doing is sweeping stuff under the rug that has never been like dealt with yeah. and i literally feel like 2019 is my mantra of like breaking all the cycles like yeah. whatever we used to do however because just because we've been doing it for so long or we're used to doing it doesn't mean it's right and i'm sick of doesn't like mean it's this. right it's it's truths that we believed that are not the realities. Yeah. They're, they're not just the truths we were taught. Yeah. But they're not other people's truths. Nope. And they don't have to be ours. Exactly. So I'm like stripping that down. Yes. And so I am not trying to lead with ego. And I'm trying to not lead with ego in any aspect of my right. life. Like just trying to be humble and not coming from a defense. And you know, I, I spoke about that in other um podcasts, but episodes, but it's just like when you see it factor out into different you know, because the way you are in work it's not the way you're gonna... family. Mm -hmm. And also, it's a work in progress, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, every situation is not going to be the same. <laughs> but, hey, you, you do get... not try, bitch. <laughs> but, because this is a positive note, this right. is a great high. <laughs> yes, it is for myself. I was like, okay, two snaps. And then, um, next is just, to add to that, um, in the current, like, job role and like responsibilities i have and all these transitions happening um just having an amazing leadership team right. has been like something that i'm i'm noticing it's really a determining factor in like your success in a it's company it's a game changer it's such a game changer and it's like you don't know what you never had mm -hmm. but you know the difference immediately once that gets like imposed or like implemented yeah. where somebody really wants like takes your success into like their hands like you succeeding also matters to them mm -hmm. and i'm just like people like that you know they're selfless because um they've kind of reached career milestones yeah they're yeah. they're getting further in their career whatever their goals look like to them but just the value they see in the people that they hire and but like them understanding how important cultivation is right mm -hmm. because that's really when you think about leadership and what that looks like i think especially from us in past conversations, a lot of environments don't have cultivation. They don't have that. They don't yeah. care about their employees enough. They don't mm -hmm. want to see their employees grow. They say they do, but they don't. Mm -hmm. And to have people actually practice what they're preaching mm -hmm. is, I think, what's a real yeah. game changer. So for me, they're like, they're non-corporate yeah, in that sense. Sure. Because they're tearing down those structures of what used to be and i feel like anyone who focuses on the four c's and don't even know they're focusing on the four c's is they're not corporate <laughs> okay and that is my positive note for today yes i feel like we should have like a bell or something i know like, you maybe know. see this is what all right starting the episode <laughs> i'm downloading that app carla told us about because i'm gonna be like that bing, 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 or some something i'm gonna be DJing this shit i can't all right so my my positive note for the week, um, so it was really hard for me to figure out positive note for this week, which is sad, but my positive note for the week is um, just having more awareness about health and working towards like doing better mentally and physically. Mm -hmm. I think that, um, and I don't know if you, I'm sure you've experienced this too, but you know how like I've been going through this whole thing about holding myself lovingly accountable and not tearing myself down every time I don't do something I say I'm going to do. So, like, I didn't work out today. Like, oh But you my. went running this weekend in D.C. I did. But this is what I'm saying. Like, I that's why I've been trying to shift my perspective. Like, just because I didn't get through everything I said I was going to mm -hmm. do or I'm not eating the way I say I'm, all this stuff doesn't mean that I have to, like, break myself down about it. It's like, okay, 
tomorrow's another day let me try let me shift mm -hmm. and try to figure out what i can do differently tomorrow right. to get these goals accomplished like just kind of like giving myself a little bit of air to breathe in that sense in terms of my health and um and but still being the accountable part and getting it done so yeah. yes like i think like maybe i missed a couple of days i did go away this weekend i was like well right. let me go do some running let me do this like, and also for you not doing something once or whatever it doesn't take away from the times you did it like right. you know but we do that mm -hmm. we and do we were speaking about it just for women's history month of yeah. being nicer to ourselves like it's so it's like it's not hard but it's hard it, you know, it, it's, it's not it's, that it's not hard it sounds simple to do yeah. but it's hard yeah and it's always like it's easy for the good stuff it's the bad things that mm -hmm. we really get real like mm -hmm. mean to ourselves about, yeah like, which is really crazy it's like girl we're here <laughs> yeah no you have to check yourself because if not you would let that snowball into something that the uh, whatever it was had nothing to do nothing. but now you're just creating all these things and then it's just like everything is like a downhill spiral from there right mm -hmm. That's why you have to control your mind and your thoughts do matter. Like people say what you think yeah. will come to fruition. So it's like simply reshifting. If you see a negative thought about to like pop in, try to divert and whatever, whether it's journaling, um, saying a mantra out loud or, or meditating yeah. just to not let that become your reality because girl it's like the heart versus the the, the brain type girl of thing. and that's why this episode is so fitting right stopping to spell the roses because we're gonna get into all of that wellness mm -hmm. in just a little bit but we need to take a short break yes and here is a message from our sponsor so this episode is brought to you by anchor fm and we'll be right back If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free and they're creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money for your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So now to a hustler spirit. Let's yes. talk about the the continued momentum that we said we want to keep. That energy is still it's strong. It's so crazy, right? Yeah, we have been getting a lot of outreach. Like, guys, first, can we just talk about how, like, we've said it in the past episodes, but, like, mm -hmm. the first three months of the year, Q1, mm -hmm. took off exponentially, like, crazy. Yes. And just the type, the community and the people that have been coming to us and reaching out for events mm -hmm. and collaborations and mentorship and yep. all kinds of stuff has been so crazy, amazing, crazy, though. And we're just so excited because it's, like, this is the community community we want it right this is what we've been working towards yeah so um definitely reach out for the people who already have like we're in the works like april we said was going to be planning yeah so if you have any inquiries or any way that you see yourself wanting to work with non-corporate girls like please do send the send our way because we really take um heat to like planning things and and fleshing things out right. correctly so that we can do as much as possible, but, you know, realistically. Because if certain things got to get 
push back, whatever. <laughs> but like, we're so super excited and looking forward to work with as many people as possible. Definitely. And also for those of you out there, like anytime people have been doing this, but anytime you see like any type of, um, I don't know, like accelerator programs or podcasts or like crowdfunding or whatever yes. and you feel like we should know about it or we should enter it let us know because That's we're stuff. trying to do more of that stuff mm -hmm. um thank you to the people who've been like tagging us in the google accelerator yes. we're on it <laughs> we totally are but we appreciate that you guys thought of us because it it reminds us like people have us in the back people of their mind has been sliding into our dms yeah. tagging us mm -hmm. texting us and we're like all right that's cool so just like keep us in mind and we really appreciate the support and we do it makes us feel good it does make us feel good so and now on to something a little more somber off of the record which is so um I don't even know what to be. I know it's really hard. So first, I just want to say um, a huge rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that has been a super trending topic, um, and the condolences, love, and support has been crazy. The outreach in LA and all over the world, from celebrities to fans to just the whole world. The whole world. Like <laughs> I don't know the man. I never met him. Never met him. And his spirit and energy is transcendent transcending yeah. across the world it's really kind of crazy it is because i feel like um when death does that like it it has to mean something greater like oh, you yeah. know uh, it's unfortunate that it takes uh, someone to pass away to for certain things to be like dr like driven home i know but it definitely had like a lot of oh, my close friends angel. He is. Oh, yeah. He he was an angel on earth, yeah. first of all. And now he just has so many people like rallying for the things that he believed in and the things he was trying to cultivate in his community and just being um such a, a positive stand up force, right? Right, like somebody who was really trying not to continue being a statistic because he no one's perfect he was human he had his mistakes you and know everyone I, on twitter wants to always throw dragon stones. people yeah i love drag people that are not even here i don't even understand and also how do you drag someone who clearly presented themselves in a way where they they showed like growth in their life exactly every day like granted, you can't get stuck in people's mistakes when they have left those mistakes alone for how many years already like it's been long enough that he's been trying to do the right thing so. or opinions like people like there are you know obviously he talked about a lot of things and within the black community all those right. things and some people may disagree with some of his opinions etc mm -hmm. and that's all good but right. wh when did we get to a point where we don't even respect people's opinions anymore that it's like okay you know yeah. you need to drag them in this way i think it's kind of crazy it's like dude we're human. We all have to progress. He's been evolving every single day and doing better every single day in his community, for his family. Right. And people just love focusing on the negative when it's love not... On the negative. Like when people are mourning or it's just like... Not to say that if whatever was done or people felt disrespected in any capacity, it's not to say your feelings don't matter. But it's just... I don't know... I, it's almost it's like compassion. there's a time and a place. Yeah, almost. a little bit. And then the other part of it is he's also not here to defend himself anymore. So it's just like, right. why are we even focusing on that? Right. Like, just because your views were one way at one point, who knows that if they may have not changed or changed or whatever. But at the end of the day, this is someone who was really trying to do right. If there was any one person that you want to mention about going back into the community yeah. because you know a lot of artists and people that become really 
rich and famous struggle with like should i go back to the hood yeah and and coming from this this is exactly why they don't yeah it's like we you don't want to like push the narrative of like never go back because we know that the hood needs healing we know the hood needs help like a lot of love still comes from the hood like you know people are proud of people that made it out from where right. they're from but, but at the same time like, if not you then who then mm-hmm. like if you if you can't go back to your own community and help raise everybody else up mm-hmm. then who's supposed to do it like who who has right. that like whose job is that it's just unfair that the expense could come like at your, with your life like that's that should not it's be the expense so, it's just it's just Crazy. what is it all for i don't even know the violence what is it all for did it have you um, reflecting on your own life? Cause it had like death for me has been like something I'm I'm I don't know. It has just been like a little bit scary with cause I've just been feeling life is short. He's life only thirty three. His Jesus here. That's um, crazy, isn't it? Um, no, I mean I'm gonna be thirty three on Saturday. I know. That's scary as fuck. I mean, I think, yes, I mean, I think, I think when anyone dies, it has you reflecting on your life for the most part, anyone close to you or anyone that you feel some type of connection mm-hmm. with. But I think that it's just, it's, it's, it's also a testament. It's just one of those things that it's like, life is too short. You know what I'm saying? Like all the things that we were doing, we're trying to do, like, this is why you need to do them now. Like you yep. don't need to wait. You yep. don't need, like, you need to focus on what you want to do and also think about your legacy. Like, what does that look mm-hmm. like for you? I think for me, this particular situation had me thinking about like, well, what's my legacy? What am I going to leave behind? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because we've been talking a lot about impact, right? Yep. So what impact are we having? We are young. We have a mm-hmm. lot of things to do in this world so if anything this should motivate us like absolutely it should it should be a motivating factor that like the things that you're leading with fear and are stopping you like tomorrow is not promised the next moment is not promised so it's just like i think we need to learn to love more respect more try to like reach out and be there for people not saying like oh we live in this kumaya world because people are rude and nasty and also it's hard because there's people that don't want to accept this help, right? If this person who apparently with the developing information, they're trying to say like he had mental issues, whatever he was not like this fucking men- this play on mental issues gets me so mad really, when yeah. that's like the excuse, like and not the reasoning. Yes, there's many people that suffer from it, but when in actuality is it the real reason why, and rather a way to protect somebody from like going right. to jail, you know? Yeah. We just need to do better and, like, really be each other's keepers and really be brothers and sisters to one another. And I've been saying this for so long that I feel like the lack of community is in big part why things like this happen. I remember growing up, like, the block raised me. If I was ever disrespectful to any elder, my grandma was popping me. Like, the bodega, the people in the bodega, they knew me. So it's like... They're checking for me to make sure, like, that I cross the street, okay? Like, right, you know what right, I'm saying yeah. now? It'd be, like, every man for themselves. It's such a different era. It's so it great. It's, like, we talk a lot about, um, I think, well, just in, like, our lives or whatever and just mm-hmm. with jobs or whatever, just, like, the Gen Z, right? And these people, these mm-hmm. kids coming up and how social media has this huge influence and everything. And, like, when we grew up, we didn't have all this. But we did have things like that, right? Like, mm-hmm. we had things where community was... Uh, looked a lot different than it does now it does right in elementary school i don't know if you did it but 
um we did a trip in the neighborhood we went to the local post office we went I to the store yeah they didn't do that <laughs> no i know everybody I thought it was. I thought every elementary school did that. Like we literally. Everybody always think they school the only one well, that, that every every school did it because that's all you know. So it's just like, oh, everybody's doing this. Oh, Brooklyn's different. Well, it was like all of our neighborhood, and it was like learning of certain places and just that's to get cool, acquainted though. with your community. Yeah. I went to a local post office. We went to a local store. We went to um. I forgot where else it it was. The supermarket. I, yes, the super. <laughs> like it was just different like places that you. The businesses. You, the yeah, the businesses, the local businesses, and um, so that when they see you, recognize you, you're more likely to like look after somebody if you have yeah. no, that makes, or if you're in that danger, makes sense. Yeah. you know who could come to your safety or whatever. Community just look a lot different, but community looks a lot different. Mind you, with social media being and super connected, you would think community would be easier to foster. No, because it's cyberspace and it's nothing lies. Y'all, y'all be out here fraudulent. I'm not gonna come at you right now because well, well, we've also come at them a lot of different times in the past. Yeah, um, they've done with us, but um. We just want to say, you know, our hearts and condolences go out to Nipsey Hussle and the family and Lauren London and everyone affected. Everybody affected by this. And for those of you who don't know, I mean, this will air on Monday, but um, they're doing a memorial service at Staples Center in LA um, just for, you know, all of um, Nipsey's family and fans and everyone to kind of come out and support and, um, you know, say a farewell. Yeah, for anyone who feels like. Um, this is taking a toll on them or um, anybody suffering from mental illness. Please do your due diligence if, if you're on medication to take your medication. If you feel like you need help, um, seek that help. Um, we're often uh, come from a culture of where you need help is seen as a weakness mm -hmm. rather than seen as the strength to like be aware that you need the help. And I just feel like um, don't do yourself the disservice of ignoring that and really... Find that one person you can confide in and, and speak to them and help let them help guide you to the right um, resources. And feel free to DM us if we ever could be that for you because... Absolutely. Um, yeah, I'll open that space up. So, um... I'm like, I'm like, I don't even know how to like, um, continue. Okay. So, um, just another thing that, and just in the lane of off the record, um, mm -hmm. I'm not sure how many of you have checked out the Frida Kahlo exhibit at Brooklyn Museum. You did. I'm so jelly. Appearances can be deceiving, but it was really, really great. I really, really enjoyed it. It was really cool. Just what do you take of, away from it? Just, you know, um, she's someone who's had a lot of she like her whole body failed her that's all i can think about just like she was just someone who was broken down like physically so many times from when she was younger all the way to an adult and mm -hmm. her drive and persistence and how she was able to still do do things in her own lane be the individual she want right. um create magic with her life is eye-opening it's really it makes you think it's one of those things that makes you think like no matter what is going on with you like you really can do anything you want to do and they had less resources then. less research i mean but she she got creative she was super but creative. that's what i'm saying yeah when like you make she, when you become resourceful yeah she was super resourceful then you can make something but out of nothing. also like her drive was like unmatched you know what i mean like she had that some drive girl. like yeah. i mean it was like i'm gonna I can't walk, but, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, she, I just wish that I could, like, 
not be in her head, but I wish I was a fly on that wall in mm-hmm. Mexico and at the who or just have just... a piece of that. Um, because you know they say what set what set successful pe- people apart from those who don't succeed is discipline. Yeah, and and yeah. that's really work ethic and discipline because the things that are hard are usually the things that we run away from, and they're the ones that if we just push through that shit would be the life changing moments that we're kind of stopping ourselves from because whatever that difficultiness or that and also and also just owning who you are you know Mm -hmm. she was such an individual like she was very much an individual like like it's interesting because i wonder in today's era how she like what she would operate like she was such an individual but she like owned it she Mm -hmm. owned it it was just like she didn't care what anyone thought about her she didn't care like it was just it was just it was refreshing to see because i know like we're a lot of us individuals you know we all march to the beat of our drums some of us but a lot of people still care what people think about them a lot of people still hold themselves back and they still fake Mm -hmm. they're still this they're still that she wasn't like that at all she was like, this is who I am. You either take it or leave it, and that's it. There were there was no middle ground. I love I that. I with her. I do. I, I want to fully, like, embody that. <laughs> like, I was like. Yeah. It, it, it's a tough, it's a tough thing. It's a, it's a, it's, it could be a lonely place. Mm-hmm. But you know what? She died being true to who she is. Like, exactly. if, if you can, that's a legacy. Like, if you. Yeah. I mean, her stuff's in Brooklyn Museum. So. Right, right. And we're learning of her today. And they say that when you continue speaking of people, they'll never die. As long as you continue telling their stories. Facts. So that was really great. So shout out to the Brooklyn Museum for even putting yes, that on. And then okay. also um um shout out to the Brooklyn Museum for always trying to like think differently and having the um those live statues of Cardi B, Jaden Smith, Juicy World and Gunna um on presentation, which I did not get to see, but it got taken down like Yeah, yesterday. it was only for like 4 or 5 yeah, days. Yeah, but I mean even the idea of it was, know, like, you know, because maybe the next time it could be for a month long. Yeah, it was so I think those cool. things are, like, sponsored or donation-based, Yeah, so that's how long it is stay. But shout-out to motherfucking Cardi B. Like, for 2019 inductee for Spotify's Rap Caviar, that's mm-hmm. dope. And so tell them what that is about. Um, so it is um, something by Spotify. It's a reflection on hip-hop today and what it will become in the future. And then, um, like like we said, the Brooklyn Museum did this life size sculpture on display to yeah, just kind of amazing. They look so regal. They were like metallic, like yeah. like you know, made of metal. Yeah, no, and it was and the details because I got to see it on really Instagram. Crazy. Yeah, same. It was really crazy. But like whoever got to see it, shout out to y'all because right, yeah, um, y'all have urgency. <laughs> Well, um, let's switch gears a little bit and get back into um, some work culture, I guess. Yeah. Talking about this article that we both happen to have read this mm-hmm. morning, right? Shout out to one of um, my favorite um, media outlets that um, improves, well, not improves, but it shares like career advice and things like that. Korea Contessa. Yeah, some really so, great stuff too. Yeah, it's so good. You guys should like definitely check out their content because they definitely spend a lot of time, um, you can tell, in, in creating the content that they do. And I came across this article, which I'm looking for the title. I it it is 
power oh call it out how to stop using weak language at work mm -hmm. and it was just so great because um so it prefaces with like are you undermining yourself by using weak or indecisive language at work so the gist of the article is basically speaking about like how to own your power at work not to apologize especially as a woman where we always like trying to make somebody feel more comfortable or dim our light mm -hmm. um to make a, a co-worker you know not feel bad like stop that shit and i just felt like it was really great especially with just recently me having that whole leadership talk and all of that so it was just saying here's some common unnecessary apologies sorry can you repeat that i'm sorry but i disagree i have no available appointments this week sorry about that I'm sorry, but I have to let you go. Like, no, you have to let somebody go because your schedule is busy. Um, you're not available. You don't have appointments. Like, remember when Carla was just telling us about somebody who slid in someone else's DMs mm -hmm. and told the client, the client, basically, let's say if I was like the fitness instructor, or whatever, I was having my own workout. A, a supposed client saw me in the gym and hit me up like, oh, I thought you were booked. Right. And the lady was like, I, I am booked. She was like, but I saw you at the gym. Like, if that is not crossing boundaries, I don't know what is. Like, people feel that just because they have access to you, that they can run how your life and schedule and you have to accommodate to them. Like, this is not how this works. That was crazy, though. Because, like, first of all, like, so can a bitch not work out? Like, can I not get my self-care on? Like, do you think I work 24-7? Right, so my only one hour that's available to me... You feel it's owed to you. No. That the, was like, that was like so out of uh, that was just that was crazy. No, that was like not that okay. was called super entitled and privileged. Mm -hmm. And like you are not going to tell me what to do with my time. But back in in regards to that article, that just goes to show of like being powerful at work and owning the space that you take up, yep. like take up all the space. If something doesn't resonate with you and makes sense or you need it to be explained further. You have the right to ask those questions because just because someone is explaining something, um, you know, maybe the way they thought you were going to receive it was one way right. and it wasn't. Um, but that's never stupid for you to bring up those ideas. Yeah, no, I think like this whole entire article, like you guys definitely have to check it out. Yeah. But like some of the great things I like was the whole term I'm no expert because I've definitely said that before and, and it, it's true like if people are asking you these questions most likely you're the expert you know the answer so like own it like stop yeah, trying to, you're dimming your yourself light here. stop dimming your light to yeah. make other people in your work environment feel better about themselves or just and sometimes it's not even always to make other people feel better but you're also second guessing what your abilities are because I feel that I know when I would do that it was more so because if that information was not wrong, it was not actually correct, or something was off, then me, like, I'm kind of prefacing, oh, you're taking a chance on listening to what I have to say, when it you shouldn't approach anything like that. Like, it's okay to have a misstep with, with information, but, like, for the majority of what your role is, I am sure that you really are the expert, mm -hmm. and... It's okay. Like, we're human. It, like, there should be room for error. And especially in certain careers, things are always evolving. So, it's like, something could get updated where right. it could seem off. But you, you have to, like, do better in accepting what your role is and speaking up and advocating for yourself. Yeah, for sure. And, and 
I think being cognizant of terms like this, like too, using too much just or like I feel like mm -hmm. or saying yes a lot, like, mm -hmm. you know, just being aware of that because we all do it. We all do it. Um, Even reading these articles, like, dang. I, me too. We all do it. But I think I think the first step is being aware that you're doing mm -hmm. it and learning how to shift. Like me and Delilah were just talking like, I know for me, like. I come, I consider myself an email queen. So when I'm reading an email, I definitely reread it a couple of times mm -hmm. to make sure I'm being direct in what I'm saying and I'm not coming off in any type of way. Like, I don't right. want to apologize. Like, you know, right, right. because you... You just be direct and forward. Like. And it happens. It's, it's like subconscious, you know? Mm -hmm. So so this was a really, really good article. Yeah, we suggest you guys to take it a read. And, you know, has we always try to do... Um, share things that we come across. Um, we always have our ears and eyes to what's happening in these media I streets. I was say, we always have our posts. Oh, I like that. Our posts to the streets. <laughs> I can't. Anyway, on that note, we will be right back with Hashtag Obsessed With. So this week's hashtag obsessed with is a platform. We actually haven't had a platform in a while, mm -hmm. right? And we're really excited about this one. We're really excited about this one. So this one is called Health in Her Hue, which I love the name. Yeah, it's like so perfect because it's really targeted to women of color yes. who, you know, we, health is very important. We are um, always trying to find people that look like guess, us in the yeah. healthcare space and it and, and it's that's a so struggle hard. even when it comes to like dermatologists it's or so gyno like it's hard and don't so, get us started on therapists because it's like that is and so health and her you is leveraging the power of technology to connect black women to the providers services and resources that are committed to their health and well-being like guys i think that's so important because when you have someone that looks like you, like, just culturally, yeah. they understand why, you know, there's just certain um, sicknesses and diseases that are just more culturally dear to a person of color yeah. that a white woman just wouldn't yeah. understand what that's like or, or to be able to detect it, you know? So having someone that is very aware and particularly studied from that point of view... It's, um, it's a game changer. Yeah. It's really and shout out to um the founder Ashley Wisdom. We actually met her at um a Google um, breakfast. founders breakfast, which was really cool a couple mm -hmm. of weeks back. Which is how we found out about this platform. But the platform is dope in the sense that they really provide great content. Um, to informative, super very informative. very informative. All the resources that you kind of need to like read about that affect women of color, mm -hmm. um, mentally and physically. Um, mm -hmm. really focused on wellness. So um. We encourage you to check it out. Again, the website is healthinherhue.com and her Instagram, the Instagram for the platform is healthinherhue as well. Yes, and let me share a word from the founder, Ashley, who says, Black women are always being told or expected to share space with others. Our experiences are so different from others, and we deserve to have spaces where we can acknowledge and speak on that reality in peace. I want to create a space that's for us and by us. We deserve that, and quite frankly, we need it. Hence why Health in Her Hue was created. We're building with community in mind and in our heart. That is That's like such an amazing... a mic job. Yeah. She's dope. The platform is dope. And um, 
keep checking them out because they really have a lot of great content. We should. And for anybody like looking for those kind of resources, you should definitely um, utilize them. So now we're at, let's talk about it. I felt like this episode kind of flew by, but I guess it didn't. It didn't, but I love talking, so it's cool. <laughs> so um, we thought for Let's Talk About It, we would share with you guys. And Well, let, let me backtrack. April is all about wellness for us, mental health awareness, mm -hmm. self-care. Obviously, mm -hmm. um, it's moving into spring. There's a lot of reflection Transition. and transitions happening. The flowers are blooming. The flowers are blooming. The birds are chirping. The rain is falling. <laughs> all that. Literally. <laughs> all that jazz. So we wanted to, um, we're going to be focusing on this stuff all month, but we wanted to um, share three, one to three self-care tips that we both practice on our own to help combat any type of stress, anxiety that we have going on in our lives. Um, I know personally for me, I deal with anxiety to like the thousand power and I don't even know, correction, I do know how that happened. Huh. I started dealing with anxiety when I became an entrepreneur. I really? say this all the time, yes. Because before this, I don't I never recalled having this much anxiety ever in my life. Really? I became an entrepreneur and when I started t walking out of my comfort zone every day, like right. when I started getting into uncomfortable spaces all the time, the time my anxiety. Like, I don't know what to expect from these people and how this is gonna turn out. What a thousand. Yeah. A thousand. I had to really pinpoint that the other day because I was like, What is Where going this come on? from? Yeah. But think about it. In the past, like, couple of years of being an entrepreneur, like, starting with Mimi Series and then Non-Corporate Girls, things have blown up exponentially mm -hmm. just to the people we meet, the things we're doing, yep, um, yep. being in front lot. of people more, talking more. Yeah. It's been a lot. So, my anxiety has been on, like, crack. So, what are we doing that to keep that at bay? So, practices. Something that I've really been working a lot at is meditation. And I know it sounds easy and simple, but for me, I've had a love-hate relationship meditation because I really love it, but I, I never practiced it enough. I wasn't consistent. Right. But the past couple of months, I've definitely fallen into a ritual in a sense where Yay. I do it in the morning or, you know, I do it and make sure I do it three to four times a week at minimum, mm -hmm. um, if not seven days. And um, just falling in love with all these different guided meditations and things that I do, mm -hmm. practicing my breathing has been something that yes, has taken me breaths. Girl, it's game changers. Are, I tell people all the time. It calms me so much. Yes. Um, especially before getting on a stage, mm -hmm. having a presentation. Um, it's yeah. been so helpful for me. And people, I share this with people, and sometimes they think I'm crazy, but mindfulness meditation is like my favorite way to practice, and I really, really believe in it. So that's something that's that has really helped me. Another thing that has helped me um, is decreasing my phone time. Again, mm -hmm. sounds really easy simple but it's not this because is why I don't of, get a response when I be texting but. because of who we are and the fact that we are entrepreneurs we're very into social media all that yes. stuff we're constantly on our phones every day all day all the time yep. so I try in the morning to like not let it be the first thing I pick up outside of like shutting my alarm off I try to um maybe meditate or work out whatever I'm doing right. and focus on that for a little while before I start getting into emails and all that stuff mm -hmm. or if I don't if I'm not as successful in the morning, I definitely try to do it at night where I take a moment, like maybe an hour before I'm going to bed or whatever, or 30 minutes, I'm like not on my phone, mm -hmm. not on social media, not just kind of checking out because um, the way my brain works, I'm always on. Yeah. So I need to, I'm learning to not be on. It's hard, but I'm learning. So those are some things. Oh, and scheduling, scheduling, um, 
phone time, catch-ups with friends has really yeah. been um, super helpful in my life because we're so busy. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you need that grounding, you need that friend support, you need that sister love. Yep, and yep. being able to just send a quick voice note or talk to this person mm -hmm. has been super helpful. And to also keep the connection going because we're on the go so much. Yeah. So those have been some things that have really been help me, helping me stay grounded and like practicing my self-care what works for me and what makes me feel good those are really good i like them a lot um <laughs> i can i i do the same with like the check-in like i think my sister is like my go-to like because she has built such a legitimate like self-care practice that i just be like all here for your sister's bomb.com though she really is shout out to my sister who just got <laughs> accepted into motherfucking sister. harvard <laughs> Yes, Harvard, we in the building in August. I'll be dropping her off. Um, I'm so super proud of her, but like, yeah, she just has this whole zen thing yeah. on Smash, and I'm trying to aspire to become that. So for me, um, one of the things I do is literally take five deep breaths. <laughs> then I ask myself, what do I see? And I focus on it. What do I taste? Um, what do I hear? What can I touch? What do I smell? So it's like connecting your five senses so that you can be present and in the now. Because when you're so like, you know, distracted and everything, like what happened yesterday and what happens tomorrow doesn't matter. Literally how you feel yeah. this second is the only thing you have control over. So once you can like reel your mind back into being present, yes. um, you really can kind of just, feel a little bit more at peace or start feeling this ease mm -hmm. and and you kind of stay there like you really dwell in in utilizing your five senses and not taking them for granted and um kind of bringing yourself to you know that feeling that you have and how how can you work through the feeling right because it would be crazy to say we're never going to be angry or it would be crazy right. to say we're never going to feel this but how but having I, that grounding that grounding in that moment in that know? moment so it, it with the taste it could be taking a sip of water or of a tea um you know smell like picking up something that's in nearby to smell whether it, it could even be your hair but it's just like these are things that it's refocusing you to do these things so the things that are fleeting or like not even about to happen it kind of um, takes that off your mind right. or whatever. Um, definitely, I love skincare, so I'll definitely have like my meditation playing in the background, and I'll have I'll put on a mask and just literally be with my <laughs> yes. meditation. I freaking love doing masks, so I'll be with my face mask. Be like, hey Google, I know she's listening. Try to play some meditation in the background. I light up a candle, yeah, and I just be chilling. So those are like those are my main thing to do. Yeah, the favorite like. I love a good zen moment, like being able to just light a candle and kick Girl, it, it makes with so music, like it just chill. That's why I freaking appreciate my alone time. Yeah, me too. Like I love being with people and everything, but when I tell you that I really enjoy when I am totally by myself, like I love being by myself. It's how I recharge solo. Yeah, like, recharge that's why I'm an ambivert. Like I'm not, a, I'm not introverted, but I'm definitely can be in the mix and then totally be like completely out the mix and yeah. be totally okay with that yeah 
So those are some of the things that we do to stay grounded as mm -hmm. busy um, boss girls. You know, yeah, we have to, to make take over sure. the world. Yep, one podcast at a time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we have to make sure that we um, always stay grounded. And like like we were saying, mental health is really important. And um, stress, anxiety, all those things, they're, you know, they're present. We all deal with them. Mm -hmm. But we need to work every day to um, find healthy ways to manage them. And I think that's what we do. We try. Yeah, if it's not going to happen, if it's not going to matter in five years, don't spend more than five minutes on it. Right. And that's easier said than done. But, um, you know, utilize these tips that we just said and kind of incorporate them. And if you do, let us know, tag us. If there's any way you're practicing self-care or just have your own routine, um, things that you do, Please share them with us on social media so that we can spread the word in our community. DM us if you like, um, either way. And yeah, because we want this to be a conversation in any of the things that we ever bring up, honestly. Um, we share this to start dialogue. Right. And on that note. We are so out. We are, but make, uh, never mind. I was going to say follow us, but. <laughs> All right. We out. out. <laughs>